Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Going back to 2016, CSU has one win against Wyoming Air Force Boise State. Obviously, you weren't here for a large portion of that, but... You know, what would you say to the fans? 2016? Yeah. I wasn't here for any portion of that. <laughs> okay. Why do you think things are going to change moving forward? <laughs> because we're building a, a program, okay, where we're building fundamentals. We're building physicality. You've seen that already this year, right? In our ability to run the football, to stop the run, okay, to win up front, to be able to sack the quarterback, right? I think we we're... In the top five in America, sacking the quarterback, number one in the conference. Okay. Um, you know, to be able to create explosives. I mean, we're doing all those things. We've had some really incredibly close, heartbreaking losses along the way. We've played a pretty good competitive schedule uh, in the process. And, uh, and, and we're really essentially one season into trying to turn this program around. Okay. It's not, it takes time. It takes time to build a culture, to build a program. And that's what we're trying to build here right now. So it'll be built strong to last forever. Not based on trying to scheme up plays. Okay, that, that's not building. That, that, that goes up and down with your talent level. That just has a, we're trying to, our team, we're trying to teach our team right now how to strain, how to finish, how to study game film, how to prepare for games. How to, how, to, how to learn how to know a defense or an offensive opponent. The details and the grind of the fundamentals. And sometimes when you do that, initially, players get a little bit fatigued. And they can get why? Because they have never done that before. It wasn't There wasn't that kind of strain here before relative to any of that. But that's how you build a good program. That's how you build a strong and a confident program. That's what we're doing right now. Most everybody... In the coaching profession, sees that right now, okay, and they understand that, including the guy, the head coach at here, <laughs> had a, a lot to say along those lines. Like, keep doing what you're doing. He goes, you're building it the right way, and you guys are going to have a hell of a football program. So, I know what we're doing. I've done this long enough, and I know where we are. Okay, uh, and Rome's not built in a day. And uh, yet, shoot, we could be sitting here right now with six, seven wins. We're not. We certainly could be, uh, and we're not. And so our re- you know, we are what our record are, is right now. But that's not reflective to what we're building for the future, though. That's been seen. That's in the foundation. Now, you want to take a negative slide on it? Be my guest. You can do that, right? That's easy. You can be as ne- Anybody can be as negative as they want to. But the players in that locker room, they know. We're going to have a hell of a football program here. Do you like where you're at going into these games next year? 
I'm going into the game next week. I'm worried about beating Hawaii right now. I'm not worried about next year. Do I like where we are? I'd like to have more wins. But do I like where we are in terms of building this program? Hell yeah. What part? I mean, that, that's what I just talked about for the last 10 minutes, right? What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. That was obviously Steve Adazio responding to my questions after, you know, a, a really tough Air Force loss. Obviously, you know, it, it removes the Rams from the postseason conversation, which, I mean, considering a month ago, they were potentially going to play for a Mountain West championship or, you know, mathematically speaking, they were leading, you know, through the first two division games. That's that's definitely disappointing, but I think more than anything, it's just disappointing that this trend has continued, that CSU continues to lose the most important games on the schedule each and every year for a half decade now. You know, going back to 2016, you have one win against Air Force, Boise State, Wyoming, CU, the postseason combined. One win. And, you know, I, I know CSU made a coaching change after 2019. I know Steve Adazio has only been here for two seasons, I know he keeps saying it's one season. It's been it's two seasons. Like, I think it was fair to say that at the beginning of last year. And and I'm I'm not saying that the 2020 season really counts as a full season per se, but they still practiced every week. And I mean, obviously he still got paid. But I just I thought it was fair to ask, you know, even though he hasn't been here since 2016, he's been here for two seasons now. And the trend is still continuing. You know, CSU is still continuing to lose the most important games on the schedule. Obviously, they did get the win over Wyoming last year. That was encouraging. But they got blown out by Boise State. And, you know, the last five times that they played all three of those division teams, going back to 2016, they've lost every single time. And and that's just, that's unacceptable. So <laughs> I think it's fair to ask, you know, what's changing? Why should the fans think that, you know, the, that this is going to change anytime soon? yes. You know, you can say that you like the foundation that you've established on both sides of the football, but it hasn't translated to victories thus far. When is it going to? He obviously, you know, based on kind of how emotional he got, he didn't like my question. And it's after it's after the game. It's the heat of the moment. You know, I didn't take it personally or anything like that. But it has to be asked. I mean, this is a this is a trend that has to change. College football is all about the the tradition and the rivalries and all of that stuff. And I mean, Adazio himself, you know, he talks about how much these rivalries matter. Is, is that not what he drilled over and over again during his introductory press conference? At the end of the day, if you can't win the games that matter, nobody cares about any of the other positives. That's just the reality of this situation. I mean, Mike Bobo can tell you that better than anybody. They put up points. They were exciting. They were flashy. They played in shootouts. You know, they scored against really good defenses. They had all these highlight moments. But at the end of the day, when, you know, you're losing to Boise State, when you're losing to Air Force, when you're losing to Wyoming, when you lose in the postseason, that's all anybody is going to remember. And the one positive thing Adazio had going for him, at least in 2020, was that he had a win over Wyoming. And, you know, kind of like I said, after the border war, and it obviously got reemphasized after Air Force, is, is you just lose a lot of that goodwill when, you know, you perform this poorly in the games that matter. And that's unfortunately just a trend that's just been so common for CSU year after year. Just feels like Groundhog Day. You know, one punch to the gut after another, one letdown performance after another, just continually having to watch your biggest rivals sprint to the sideline and, and 
celebrate with the trophy in front of you. How do you expect to establish any type of fan base, any type of excitement in your program when you consistently just keep losing these big moment games? And I understand you have to be patient. You know, that's a big thing that Adazio has been trying to drill home. It's not built in a day. You know, Rome's not built in a day. I get that. I also get that injuries have decimated the defense and that 2020 was weird with the pandemic. I get all of those things. The problem is, is you've got to flash more positives than they have. I mean, you can't get embarrassed by an FCS team, you know, lose to Vanderbilt, blow a game against Utah State where you get nationally made fun of for your poor execution, get your ass completely handed to you up in Laramie. I mean, it's just been one gut punch after another and again like even though there are some positives that he's establishing i do think the defense was solid before injuries kind of played a factor but you are what your record says you are and ultimately i mean obviously this team just had too much talent to just not win more games like it's really that simple i'm not saying they were going to win a mountain west championship but six seven games that that should have happened and it didn't And now a lot of this talent is going to go out the door. And, you know, while you are excited about some of the young guys on the team, people like, you know, Jack Howell and Robert Floyd, Henry Blackburn, some of these guys, I mean, is anyone really expecting to win more without the McBrides, without Manny Jones, without Scott Patchen, Ryan Stonehouse, and all these guys that came back? That's That's a tough sell to the fans, you know, as is really that they should just be excited for this team in general. And I mean, that was kind of my main point. That's why I asked him, why why should they think things are going to change? And I don't find his answer to be very satisfying based on the responses online. Most people didn't seem to either. I wasn't trying to ask you like a gotcha type question, but that's where I was coming from. I just, I don't know. I wanted to address it on the podcast. That's why I didn't tweet a whole bunch about it. Again, you know, it's not it's not that big of a deal. I asked a question after a tough loss, he didn't like it. He responded a little bit aggressively. That's part of the game. That's part of the media game. You know, it was fine. Not going to lose any sleep over it. Uh, you know, not going to get stressed out. Like I said, that's just part of the give and take. You know, after after big wins, coaches are usually in a, in a good mood and, and down to talk to you after a tough loss. Nobody wants to be questioned. I I get it. That's how it is, but... I just wanted to get my two cents before I kind of started to dive into what I'm what I'm kind of looking for from this team in these next two games to close out the season. Something to keep in mind for our homeowners, though, with prices going up, it's creating natural equity in your home. If you have mortgage insurance, chances are you can refinance out of that and make the bubble work for you. If you're in the buyer's market, you know how stressful it is trying to buy a house right now. I mean, if you've attempted this process in Colorado, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's insane out here. Let my friends Mike and Virginia Chevalier take the burden off this extremely difficult process. They're going to alleviate so much stress and just take some of that worry off your plate. As mortgage brokers, they're able to shop over a dozen different lenders with many different products to find the right fit for you. They want their borrowers to know who they're working with and not feel bounced around. They take the time to help their borrowers be as informed as they want every step of the way. And Mike and Virginia will take the burden off folks so they can focus on their home being a home, not just a house. Visit dnvrmortgage.com, enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. You can also call Mike directly at 970-412-2472 or again, visit dnvrmortgage.com. 
Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Word, word, word. Got a lot of love for Chevalier Mortgage. I also got a lot of love for all the CSU fans that I was able to talk to before the Air Force game out at the tailgate. Do not miss out. If you are going to the Nevada game, go to lot 425, the Morgan Library lot, and you can get some free Breck brews over from my man, Mike Rowe. We partnered with him and his awesome tailgate, and it's just been a really fun experience, and it's always fun to talk with you guys. It's it's super humbling, you know, when people come up to me and they're like, you know, I, I love your podcast, you know, I listen to it at the gym, or, you know, I read everything you write. It's It's one of those things. I never know what to say, and I'm probably really awkward in those instances, but it means the world to me. I mean, the CSU community as a whole means the world to me. And just the fact that I do this for a living and, and like make all this content and people actually read it and listen to it and, and share it and subscribe and, and all that, it's, it's fucking wild. But I love all you guys and it, it means the world to me. And I know that it's been a really frustrating football season. I know it hasn't played out the way anybody was looking for, but, you know, thank goodness it's basketball, right? Thank goodness it's basketball, but <laughs> um, speaking of football, just because I'm going to finish up and then talk about what I want to see from this football team a little bit over the next two weeks, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score DraftKings customers can also get some skin in the game with the same game parlay, which allows you to combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR. Bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with the promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, CSU obviously, you know, not a, not a lot to play for these last couple of weeks other than, you know, boosting Trey McBride's stats. Hopefully he wins the Mackey Award. He certainly deserves it. Same with Ryan Stonehouse. I mean, if that dude somehow goes five years without winning the Ray guy, I'm just... I'm going to lose it. I I will question why they even have an award for the best punter if you're not going to give it to literally one of the best punters of all time, statistically the NCAA's all-time leader in, in punt average. I mean, that would be maddening, right? Th- right? But I don't know. It always goes to some power five punter you've never heard of. And that's just, that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. But as far as what I'm looking for, from CSU these last couple of weeks. Obviously, I would love to see some younger guys get in the mix. Um, at wide receiver, you know, I'd love to see Jarek Robinson, Keenan Brown, some of these other young guys maybe get in the mix. Tanner Arkin in the backfield, you know, I'd love to see that they're not younger guys but per se, but Jalen Thomas and, and Ajon Vivens, I'd like to see get more touches. At this point, I mean, it's it's pretty much all about moving forward in, in 2022. And I'm not saying you bench you know, the veterans or anything like that. Obviously they came back, they were committed to the program. You remain committed to them, but you know, maybe you reduce their reps a little bit and just try and get some of these young guys on the field. Cause obviously, you know, as, as diluted as the bowl system has become, and obviously it's easier to make a bowl than ever. And there's just a lot of, I won't say meaningless, but 
non-exciting bowl matchups that most people just don't care about other than the football nerds like me. The greatest benefit is just the extra month, you know, six weeks of practice, whatever it ends up being that you're able to get. And since you're not going to have that, you pretty much, you know, you kind of got to get in the work that you can these next couple of weeks and kind of start prepping for the future. More than anything, I just hope they don't get embarrassed. I think this game can be really wonky against Hawaii. I know it's going to be a 6 p.m. kickoff locally, but 9 p.m. mountain time and, and just with the body being used to it, it's just, I don't know. I just, I don't like this game. It feels like a trap game. Anyways, like coming into the season, I felt like it was going to be kind of a wonky matchup, but now after just four devastating losses in a row, it's especially, it's especially a, <laughs> a scary situation because you're, you're playing in a weird stadium with no fans. There's not going to be any energy. You're going to have to kind of create it yourself. And is this team going to be able to do that after just having so many deflating moments? I don't know. I really don't. I mean, I, I it's pretty tough to feel good going into this matchup. I don't think any CSU football fan feels very good right now. I I don't know. I just I would like to see them show some some backbone here, some pride. Again, you know, they they kept fighting against Air Force. It's not like they laid down or anything like that, but it would just be nice to see them at least win one of these last two and you know, be able to feel good about themselves for a night. The players deserve that. It's it's been a long one. It's been a long one. Um, we'll see how it, how it plays out. I mean, I'll, I'll dive into this matchup more throughout the week, but no reason to dwell. You know, the main point of this podcast was I just kind of wanted to respond to my question and, and everything that happened, you know, thank the fans that I was able to talk to. And before we go here, I also want to hype up the fact that we are going to have David Roddy on the podcast throughout the week uh, or throughout the season, excuse me. Obviously, he's a team DNVR athlete, just like Trey McBride. It's going to be fun. I mean, this this team obviously, you know, should crack the top 25 really soon. And it, it's just going to be, be a blast. He's he's well-spoken. He is really into the interviews. You know, sometimes you you get guys on who say they want to do it, and then they're just not that into the interview. That's never Roddy. We, we spoke for, for close to an hour today, and so that'll come out tomorrow. And uh, the other thing I want to hype up is we're going to have live shows for the Paradise Jam. We're going to have one on Wednesday kind of previewing the entire event. Me and Henry Chisholm of DMVR Buffs, obviously both of these teams playing in the event. Going to talk about our expectations, who to look out for, all of that fun stuff. Really, really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a cool experience. Obviously, I wish I was out in the Virgin Islands, but you know, better than nothing, right? It's going to be a, it's going to be a fun weekend. Really looking forward to that. But keep an eye out because we're going to have a busy, busy hoops week. And I wouldn't want you to miss anything, especially that exclusive interview with David Roddy, where we just kind of talk about really, I mean, everything from what what they learned from that NIT run last year to, to losing Dave Thorson and J.R. Blunt to how they're meshing with the new coaches, how they're dealing with expectations. I mean, we dove in everything. We talked about the, the NBA a little bit, you know, where David Roddy's games changed. It was It was really a fun conversation. I know CSU fans are going to love it. And I'm just really appreciative of him for for agreeing to do this and and giving us the time. I mean, him, really this whole roster. Like, there's there's not anybody on this CSU basketball team that I, I don't enjoy being around. And that's what makes it just such a, a rewarding experience covering this team is not only are guys like Roddy and Tanjay and obviously Isaiah Stevens and Deshaun Thomas and, and just the whole roster. I mean, I could really name the whole roster. Not only are they talented but they're humble, 
and they're gracious and they're polite. They're kind. It's just, it's a really great locker room. It's, it's a tremendous state that that program is in it. It could not be a better team with more talent, better people. It's just top to bottom, great shape. And, and I'm really just stoked about this season. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, that, that's all we have for today. Keep an eye out for that David Roddy interview tomorrow. I know you guys are going to enjoy it. I'm Justin Michaels. This is DMVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Peace. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water together, make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want to be.